Grace, mercy, and peace unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Doesn't it seem like in certain points in times, it seems as though things are just unbecoming, where we cannot overcome any task. Sorrow is heaped up upon sorrow, and it seems like the odds are stacked against us. Overcoming sorrow can seem like an impossible task. And so how are we to come to overcome against all the odds? When reading this last chapter of Jeremiah, we finally see the fruition of all of Jeremiah's prophecies. Babylon finally conquered Jerusalem. And we hear a summary of what had taken place. Jerusalem was laid under siege. And as sieges do, famine started to take place in the city and throughout the whole entire land. While the army of Babylon rests and lay in wait outside of Jerusalem's walls. And in four months and nine days, the famine was so bad that there was no food left. You couldn't go down to the grocery store and get anything. Nothing was preserved. The time of the Babylonians to attack was now. They breached the walls while everyone else was weak from starvation. Zedekiah, who was king, had all his sons then killed before him, and he had his eyes put out. He was taken away into Babylon in chains to die in prison. The temple of God, the place where, Jerusalem, where the Jews knew God to be, was ransacked as if God was not even there. And nothing was left untouched and desecrated. Nothing was regarded as sacred by the Babylonians. The temple itself would be burned to the ground. And the priest killed. Altogether, Jeremiah records, along with Second Kings, 4,600 people were taken into exile to Babylon. What hope is there left? After all, that's less than half of the population of Taylorville. How is a nation to survive in a land that is not their own? How is one to keep hope in the midst of such horror and disaster? Will not God have his people overcome all the blood, sweat, pain, and tears? Hearing about sorrows of this life is far easier than having to go through them, right? We hear about the persecution of Christians all around the world, and certainly we may sympathize with them, but we do not have the same sort of pressure and troubles that they endure, do we? Our troubles, no matter what they might be, may seem far easier to overcome by comparison than our brothers and sisters in life may have to overcome. Nonetheless, that does not make that the sorrows of our life any less sorrowful. It does not make 
our lives really any easier knowing that others' lives are much harder. There are many things that test our souls and our faith, despite them not being as bad as, or as hard as persecution, but we have to live in fear of the knock at the door. But how are we to prepare ourselves to overcome life's sorrows? Well, first and foremost, we attend church. Regularly hearing God's word and receiving Christ's sacraments does prepare the heart for hard times. But too often, God's word and sacraments do not seem to satisfy when a little bit of discomfort sets in. Thank God for this season of Lent. In the season of Lent, we are given an opportunity to discipline our bodies and to control our passions to not flee when the going gets tough on our body and soul. Lent is a season to prepare us to endure and overcome these things, especially in taking on the discipline of fasting. There are not many pleasantries we cannot live without. Perhaps we cannot live without our cell phones or computers or even the internet. Many of us have difficulty maintaining the discipline of giving up simply a chocolate for a month or some other kind of food. These disciplines, though small, work to train our body to suffer in the way that Christ did. They're minuscule in comparison, but we give them up to discipline ourselves, to prepare ourselves to be disciplined when the time of trials come, so that we may see our suffering as Christ's suffering, as our world crashes around us. Imagine if we were surrounded by our enemies waiting for them to attack, and there was nothing that we could do about it. Would you be prepared? Even in Jesus' last days on earth, as he's praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus says to his disciples on the night that he was betrayed that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We must discipline our bodies as well as our spirits if we are to take up our cross and follow Jesus to Golgotha. The one who trains with spiritual discipline keeps heart in the midst of sorrow and finds the glimmer of hope in Christ. Jeremiah does not leave his book without a glimmer of hope. Jehoiachin, who is the king of Judah, was released from prison after many years of being in prison. And he's given a seat above the seats of the kings who are with him in Babylon. He was allowed to eat at the king's table, even given a stipend. God's faithfulness remained even while his people remained in Babylon. God's favor and his plan was preserved. The Davidic line would come through this Babylonian captivity. The hope for the Messiah would endure. 
Jesus would, would indeed be born. The hope for men kindled. Jesus is the one who has overcome all things against all the odds. He has overcome sin by never succumbing to temptation. He has overcome death by rising from the dead. He has overcome the devil by being raised to the right hand of the Father, where he reigns for all eternity. All things have been subjected under his feet. Through faith in him, we too overcome all things. We overcome all things because Jesus himself has overcome all things. Jesus is King and Lord of all. And his victory will be celebrated here during this Holy Week next week. Even in the most holy of weeks, on the most sacred of days of Good Friday, we will not leave here without hope. As Jeremiah, as Jeremiah records of God's plans for us through faith in Christ Jesus, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for peace, not for evil. To give you a hope and a future. These plans are preserved as we celebrate Holy Week next week, leading to our Savior's victory. Here we can come, be fed, nourished, comforted, encouraged, and remain hopeful as we follow in the footsteps of our Lord, taking up our cross and following Him, knowing with certainty that His victory is our victory. And that no matter what life's sorrows may have in for us, we have nothing to fear. As God is on our side and bring us through to the end. An end where we'll see him face to face. And our sorrow turn to joy. And we'll know peace forevermore. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. The peace that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.